Hi, this is Dr. Bernard Beldon for my Dr. Beldon Art of Surgery podcast. We are on episode two. So today we're going to chat about the 28 different techniques for tummy tuck surgery. Now, first of all, to be able to understand all the different techniques, we have to start with the history of surgery and why there are so many different techniques. There are some modern techniques that have only occurred in the last 10 years. There are some older techniques that have been around for uh, 50 plus 100 years. And unfortunately, some people are still using the old techniques. So what are the 28 different tummy tuck techniques well the ones i'm going to discuss in this podcast are the mini tummy tuck or lower abdominoplasty the standard tummy tuck repositioning of the umbilicus the standard tummy tuck with floating umbilicus the extended tummy tuck body lift belt lapectomy reverse tummy tuck flirtily tummy tuck standard tummy tuck traditional tummy tuck lipoabdominoplasty liposuction assisted abdominoplasty vaso assisted tummy tuck, 4D vaser abdominoplasty, paniculectomy, apronectomy, belt lapectomy, avalar abdominoplasty, ileus suction abdominoplasty, high superior tension lipoabdominoplasty, lapectomy, abdominoplasty with scapa fascia preservation, abdominoplasty with tension sutures, peri-umbilical perforating, <coughs> perforator sparing abdominoplasty, abdominoplasty with or without placation of the rectus abdominis muscles, corset tummy, trunchoplasty, endoscopic tummy tuck, floating abdominoplasty or fab technique. Whoa, that's a lot. So, uh, but first I'll try to explain where all these fit in before I actually go through and explain each and every one of these. I think it is important that if you are considering a tummy tuck that you know what you're talking about. To understand tummy tucks, we have to understand the history of tummy tucks. So what we do today is very, very different from what we did, let's say, um, 50 years ago. Now, tummy tucks started probably 1900 um, with a range of cutting out skin on the lower tummy area. So this was paniculectomy or apronectomies. There was no dissection of the tissues because that was considered too dangerous. Really the modern progress of tummy tucks was started in 1960s to 1980s with probably the first one of those were Pitango, which is quite well known for starting their traditional tummy tuck technique. Uh, and that was 1967. Now from the 1980s and onwards, it's fairly interesting to note that the incision that we make for the tummy tucks is actually varies depending on the bikini uh, style of the era. So we have the very low-waisted bikini, Saint-Tropez style, I think, I don't know, 1980s or something, French line bikini, which is very high cut. Um, and then we have probably back to the fashion now, a little bit more lower, lower-waisted uh, uh, bikinis. So um, the cut can really be anywhere. It just depends on, on 
where it will be hidden by the underwear and the uh, bikinis um, of the day. So that's something that we go through in the consultation. Now, 1995, um, uh, Lockwood, uh, a plastic surgeon in the US, described a high lateral tension abdominoplasty, and this was what's called discontinuous dissection. So this is when really the liposuction era started of the lipoabdominoplasty. And since then, there's been a lot of developments in the lipoabdominoplasty. Before that, a lot of people thought that including liposuction on the flat were dangerous. So you would compromise the blood supply, you would have a lot of problems. Um, and the previous techniques, so there was the Avalar, the uh, Matarasso technique, um, they were really focused on avoiding uh, areas where blood supply come into the tummy. Now, after Lockwood, uh, we started doing liposuction across the whole tummy to give you an even better result. Now, the absolutely latest is the Vaser lipoabdominoplasty, which is pretty much what I do at the moment. This is not, uh, 2010 and onwards, uh, being described to be a really, really safe uh, way of doing the operation. Also, there's a number of benefits. Vaser minimizes trauma to the tissue, so you get much better blood supply, you get a much better result. Um, you basically um, get a better shape because you do the liposuction, you sculpt the sides, um, and you get a much finer cut and less problems with seromas, no drain. So it's really been an amazing development from the history of a hundred years of doing tummy tucks. Now, let's go through the different uh, 28 different techniques. Now, there's actually a lot more than that because there's probably a dozen of different techniques or more of just shaping the belly button. But uh, let's go through the main ones um, that I have for you today. So number one, so we have the mini tummy tuck or lower abdominal plastic. So that's if you have a C-section scar and you have a little bit of overhang, we can just get rid of that skin and revise the C-section cut for you. Now, standard tummy tuck, we're repositioning of the umbilicus. It's, it's the old style Pitango sort of uh, tummy tuck, 1967, that um, you, know, you, you resect the tissues onto the abdominal wall, up to the ribs, pull it down, cut the excess off. Um, you need drains, has a high seroma rate, I, I wouldn't recommend this one. Um, then you have the stand number three. So you have the standard tummy tuck with a floating umbilicus. Now I'll go through the floating bit um, down uh, the bottom at um, number 28, but it basically means you're going underneath and you're not cutting around the belly button. What you're doing is you're cutting underneath and you're letting the tummy uh, belly button come down as you cut the skin off. Um, again, it's not really a great operation because most of the time the excess tissue you have will make the belly button move too far down and look weird or out of position. Um, extended tummy tuck number four is going around the waist. Uh, if you have a little bit more excess uh, loose skin, the body lift, so that goes all the way around your tummy tuck and it, the whole intention is to lift up the thighs, lift up the bum, um, as part of the tummy tuck. Uh, the belt lipectomy, so you can imagine a belt going around your waist and down the back, so you're cutting that skin off around that waist. Um, number seven, reverse tummy tuck. 
Now the reverse tummy tuck is cutting the t-shirt down the top of the tummy. Fleur de lis tummy tuck, which is French, uh, fleur de lis is a water lily, it's the shape of a water lily. So it basically means a cut in the middle of your tummy, as well down the bottom of your tummy. Uh, standard number nine and number ten, so your standard tummy tuck or traditional tummy tuck. I think those are really outdated ones that um, cut the tissues on the inside, no liposuction, just gets rid of excess skin. Now, number 11, which is a lipoabdominoplasty, is using the liposuction to create space on the inside to get rid of fat and then pull down the tissues. Now, um, the vaser assisted tummy tuck is really the modern ones that we're coming up to now. I'll go through the vaser in a separate video, but vaser is basically an ultrasonic liposuction uh, assisted tummy tuck. So ultrasonic refers to the fact that you put the probe in, it melts the fat, and then you suck the fat out. 4D vase abdominal closet. 4D refers to the fact that you can actually use the fat that you get rid of the tummy to put in other spots like the breast, like the butt. It's very useful and it's pretty much what I do uh, as a tummy tuck today. So it's really advanced um, using VESA, using the fat that we get out so, um, to reshape the tissues. So you're looking at shape, you're looking at getting everything tight, um, enhancing bits that need to be enhanced. Now number 15 and 16, we talked about in the initial in the video, that's panicolectomy, apronectomy, basically just cutting out the uh, tissues, um, no undermining, uh, a fairly simple operation. Now, um, belt lipectomy. Lipectomy just refers to cutting out the fat. So again, it goes around like a belt, you cut the tissues out. Um, number 18 and 19 is avalar and ileus suction uh, abdominoplasty. Now, avalar and ileus, hopefully I, I pronounced that correctly, um, they were the first in the 1990s to talk about liposuction-based tummy tucks. Now, the difference in their technique is that because everyone was really, really scared of doing liposuction on the tummy flap, uh, they were doing liposuction on all the bits that they thought would preserve um, the blood supply, and they were only cutting skin out uh, without undermining uh, to preserve blood flow. So it's quite different from what we do today, but they're the first pioneers of the lipoabdominoplasty, and they're really important techniques to know about. Now, the high superior tension lipoabdominoplasty, which is the Lockwood one in 1995, um, basically high-waisted. So it goes right quite a long way up the waist. It was because of the prevailing bikini style had the um, bikini going up the waist, French type bikini I think it's called, um, and it allowed uh, the tissue to be stretched out to the side a lot easier because of the position of the scar. Now today if we do that unfortunately that means that you're going to have a scar that goes quite high up and is visible, uh, probably not so good for the styles of bikinis that we have today. Now lapectomy just means cutting out the fat, could be anywhere, inner thigh, arms, tummy, so it's a fairly simple, very similar to the apronectomy uh, that we talked about before. Uh, abdominoplasty with scarpa fascia preservation, so the scarpa fascia is underneath the skin, 
and you preserve that to preserve um, the lymphatics in, in the skin as well. Now, abdominal platy with tension sutures. So that's when you do a tummy tuck and you cut uh, in the inside and then you use stitches on the flap to pull it down. And the, the whole point of the tension sutures is to reduce seroma. Uh, which is fluid collection. Um, now, with lipoabdominoplasty, you don't tend to get those seroma issues. Now, the 24, periumbilical perforated spearing abdominoplasty. Now, uh, the key there is that around the belly button, there's a lot of uh, blood vessels that supply the skin to give you, um, you know, nice uh, vascular tissues. Um, there's a few perforators come through the rectus abdominis muscle. Um, this technique preserves those uh, perforators to try to get better healing and better results. Um, it is a little bit hard because those vessels tend to be fairly low, so when you stretch the tissues, they tend to get a bit stretched and get in the way of getting a good flat result. Um, with a lipoabdominoplasty, um, you tend to preserve so much blood flow everywhere that pre uh, preserving those lower perforators, it doesn't really matter that much. Now, the 25, abdominoplasty with, a, with or without placation of the rectus abdominis muscle. So again, a standard traditional tummy tuck, pulling the, t uh, the muscles together. Um, now this is obviously the muscle, pulling the muscles together can be done as part of a lipoabdominoplasty, part of a standard part. So it's, uh, so it's something that is done pretty much uh, um, as part of doing a tummy tuck if you have separation. Now, corset trunchoplasty. It's a very fancy name, but if you can imagine a corset um, and how that pulls the tissues in, the idea here is that you make the cut in the middle and it pulls the tissues in and gets you a better waist. Now, most patients, if not all patients that I have, uh, don't tend to want to have a big cut in the middle of the tummy. and most of the time you want a lower tummy cut that you can hide in a bikini underwear that is not so obvious so not really keen on this one either um, endoscopic tummy tuck now this was a really really um, popular one uh, probably five ten years ago uh, and it's to repair the muscle separation without having to do a big cut down the bottom now unfortunately it doesn't really work that well because if you can imagine you have muscle separation 5-10 centimeters, you bring that together, you're going to end up with a big piece of skin in the middle. And if you don't fix that piece of skin, it just doesn't look good. So you really, if you're, doing, um, if you're putting muscles together, you need to stretch out the tissues to give you a good flat result and a flat tummy. Otherwise, um, you're going to end up with a poor result and a poor cosmetic result. Now. We got the final one, we got 28. So we got the floating abdominoplasty or FAB technique. Now, it's a great name. Um, I would say the, it's, the whole idea there is that you wanna avoid a cut around the belly button uh, because obviously that's the one area that you can see on your tummy. So you make that normal tummy tuck technique and you cut the stalk of the belly button on the inside and then as you pull the tissues down um, you reattach the belly button and that uh, avoids having a cut around the belly button. Now 
it's great for small tummy tucks if you just want to do a few centimeter tightening of the tissues however i think majority if not all of my patients have a bit more excess uh, skin after pregnancy for example and if you pull down the skin with a belly button already there you're going to pull the belly button almost to the pubic bone and you don't want to have a belly button on your pubic bone so this technique is really great in theory in practice it really doesn't give very good results at all so i hope you find this helpful it's been dr bernard bell i'm talking about 28 different techniques of doing tummy tucks